What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday to you all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Vile Files. I am joined by my friend, Hannah Bernard, or how would you say it if you're a famous Hannah? Bernard. That's Bernard. like if I'm a big deal, like I'm an important person that people respect. Uh, you might know Hannah from Summerhouse. Uh, I know Hannah because I met her when she used to work for Betches. Betches. Um, how did you go from working at Betches to being on Summerhouse? Was this like a dream to be a reality TV star that you so are So funny. All I did was I was like making fun of reality TV. I was interviewing you guys. I was in comedy. I was writing little funny videos. And then Summerhouse reached out. And I like that they show your work during the week. So I thought it'd be cool to like promote my comedy and stuff. Um, and then I got fired from Betches and here I am. <laughs> you, got, you got fired? Yeah. Why? No real reason. Um, I think I, I kind of hit a glass ceiling there and I realized that I have an entrepreneurial spirit to me. And if I was going to be on the show, I wanted my own podcast and I wanted to kind of do my own thing and when when you got fired did you storm off and turn around and say well whatever you guys are just a bunch of betches anyways <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but i think that they taught me so much about you know comedic timing and editing videos and meeting cool people like you and then i was able to use that to help me do my own thing uh how's your dating life going how are you doing in the time Honestly, of Honestly, dating after being on a reality TV show is so much more complicated, I feel like. Are, I don't, I mean, I'll be honest, I've, I'm familiar with Summer House. I, I don't watch it. Is there a lot of like uh, relationships, obviously, and people dating on the show? Y yeah, there's a lot of relationships, but also like if I start talking to someone, let's say in May, then I have to be like, this is my life. So I have to be like, are you cool with being on camera? And that complicates things. And then when we're filming, it's hard to meet someone because like you have cameras and lights behind you. So if I'm at a bar and I start going towards a guy, they will run away from me. Um, and then it's weird when people recognize you on oh, dating that apps. Seems that seems impossible. Yeah, like yeah. you're, Bachelor, you're dealing with people who signed up for this stuff where if I don't like any guys that are on the cast, that means I have to meet In Bachelor new. world, people will be like, oh, hey, I sort of met you, but I'm going to go on Paradise. So like, yeah, I'm going to like fall in love, pretend, but like, will you wait for me? Like Dad did. <laughs> and then like they accidentally win. Um, <laughs> how does that work then? Like, because on the, on the Bachelor, like if you go on the show, like there's a whole like psych test and STD testing and things mm -hmm. like that. But like, mm -hmm. With, with you guys, if you meet a guy at the bar and you're like, hey, do you want to go on this show? Like, he can have herpes and you can still date? Yeah, that's a new storyline. It's called How Hannah Recovered from Her Herpes from the Weird Guy She Met at the Bar. Um, I mean, I'm it's shocked. weird. Yeah. Um, and there's cameras everywhere. It's like Big Brother. So they catch everything. And um, I, I also kind of been focusing on my career a lot recently. And had that kind of like emotional unavailability where it's like, I just want to have fun with dudes. But now I'm starting to realize with the quarantine that time's running out. And I, I, I've been working on my own mental health. Like I had a really bad breakup when I was like 26. And then I realized like, okay, it's not because of the guy. It's because of your past trauma that you have to cope with. But now I feel like I'm in a good place and I'm just, I'm picky. I don't just want to date anyone. So I've been just dating. So when it comes to like you being on Summer House is like, it's almost as if it sounds like you maybe have put your dating life on hold, but like you're, you're open to dating and obviously the show element, but like, do you really think you're going to meet like your person while doing summer house? 
Oh, you always ask the most painful questions. Um, it's made me realize it's going to be hard because a lot of guys that are like marriage material are like, I can't go on reality TV because I have like some important finance job or something. But finance guys are primarily mostly douchey. But right, like for example, right now, I do have a relationship with a guy named Luke on the show. And if I talk to someone else, they're like, dude, you're making out with this guy every Wednesday and like promoting him on your social media. And I'm like, yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> so so how long until you get off of Summer House and actually give your love life a real shot? I think that if um, it's meant to be with someone, it's not a timing thing. Oh, you believe in meant to be? No, but I, I'm the kind of person that I think if I really hit it off with someone, we'll be like we can't help but be together because I'm a, I'm a unique, I'm a unique, you know, flavor. Sure. What if your guy is just like, you meet this guy and he's like, listen, I really like you. You're like, and, and you're, and you feel just as strong. You're just like, yeah. Phew, this. but he's like, listen, I just, I, I don't want to. And my job, like you said, like, doesn't like allow for it. Yeah. Are you in it? Like, where are you at in your life where, would you consider leaving Summer House if if the right guy came along, understanding that like it's such a crazy ask, or are you just is your is your true love right now reality TV? I think that my true love isn't reality TV. I don't feel like connected to it creatively. My true love right now is like stand up in my podcast. So leaving Summer House wouldn't be the worst thing, but Summer House is kind of the like the where I get all the people to know who I am to do what I, I love to do. I get it, but so it sounds like right now you're not ready to really meet someone. Oh my Unless, God, you're so and, mean to me. No, that's okay. Like I think that's okay to point out. Like sometimes we're not ready. You know, sometimes we tell ourselves we're ready, uh, yeah. and that doesn't mean you can't go out and date, like you said. Yeah. But like right now, you're in a position where you have very you have your priorities on your career. Let's just say, all. yeah, like my priority right now, I'm not thinking about meeting the man of my dreams. Like I wake it, up yeah. thinking, how am I going to build this? How am I going to grow? What's the next fun thing I want to create? And I hope that maybe that mindset will attract the right person because I'm being very authentic to myself and I'm not like forcing anything because I'm very sure. guilty of meeting a guy, projecting all this shit onto him, tricking him into dating me for eight months and then realizing I don't like him. So I'm trying to not do that. Yeah. But like I was saying, like you can still be focused on career and still date, right? Yeah. And maybe you can meet someone, but it's specific, specific for you. You have a very niche career, like career. It's very specific in a lot of ways as we just talked. It's like be, it would be understandably very difficult even for your dream guy to be okay with certain things. But right now, yeah. giving your your priorities, you're not ready to kind of be open to that possibility. And also, it would have if I did meet my dream guy and he went on the show, then we'd have to survive the show together. Well, that's, that's what a I'm whole saying. Yeah. Monster. That, that's that's a big maybe. Like, I don't know. Uh, Nick, do you want to come on Summer House with me? No. <laughs> no thanks. Um, all right. Well, should we get to these questions? Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, we got some great callers. A couple 10%ers join us today. And I think you will really enjoy. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com, cast with a K. And make sure to join us tomorrow for our recap of Listen to Your Heart. Best Fiends. You know what I've been doing a bunch uh, since I've been inside is is playing Best Fiends, uh, which has been great because I'm both passing the time as well as keeping myself sharp. I, I, I honestly quite think it's... Uh, it's helping me not lose my sanity. I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same way, Michelle. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I just like how 
as the further you get in the game, the more things change and they become more challenging. Like, uh, I don't know if you can see this. There's just new fun challenges come up every time, every every uh, second you think you got it mastered, something new happens. Yeah, it, ne- it never keeps, it never gets boring. It keeps being fresh. They're always updating it. Um, uh, you know, they have all these puzzles and and, and these challenges. I mean, I, I love it. And now these, you know, I mean, listen, everyone loves the cute characters. I, 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 I hate to admit that I feel the same way, but uh, it's uh, it's kind of nice in, in, in that regard. So uh, and if Nick, you are looking- who's beating? What? Who's beating? Yeah, Rochelle's always been ahead of me. I think I'm like 490 <laughs> or something. I'm at 510. Uh, you, did get, you did get a head start. I feel like I am catching up a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, you're definitely better at it than I am. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already, uh, n- which new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and a ton of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Well, people, we've already mentioned the importance of uh, supporting your local restaurants by ordering takeout and also the wonderful convenience of not leaving your couch by doing that with using Grubhub. Um, I I used it uh, just yesterday to order pizza. Uh, I was doing my questions with Nick. Uh, I didn't really have anything in my fridge. And I was like, you know what? I'm literally not going to move. And shortly (laughs) thereafter, a a delicious pepperoni pizza arrived at my door. There was no touching. No one touched anyone. It was touchless delivery. Uh, It was wonderful. It was delicious. And I also felt like I was supporting my local community. Just for our listeners, if you download the Grubhub app and enter promo code V-I-A-L-L, you'll get $10 off $15 or more for new diners. That's promo code V-I-A-L-L for $10 off any order of $15 or more for new diners. So download the Grubhub app today and use promo code V-I-A-L-L to enjoy the restaurants you love delivered. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? uh, My name's Brandon, and I'm 26. Uh, Nice to meet you, Brandon, 26. Uh, For those of you who can't see Brandon, he is an essential worker. Uh, You're a mailman. Good old letter carrier. He also has great eyebrows. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Well, how can we help you, Brandon? My question is, I'm eventually going to propose to my girlfriend, and and I want to know, how much should you spend on a ring, and should you take someone with you, and if so, who? Okay. Uh, That's pretty concise. Uh, Before we kind of give our our two cents on this topic, because I'm assuming there's a lot of... I've always, I've never, to be honest, I'm not sure of the answer. I can give my opinion. I'm sure Hannah will give some insight here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, hopefully soon to be fiance fiance and uh, your relationship? So I met her about four and a half years ago. Her cousins actually live a couple blocks from me. So we started out as friends for a couple months and had to make her mine. So uh, after I asked her out, you know, been dating for about three and a half, four years. She's a teacher, going to be an elementary school teacher, just graduated from U of M. And uh, 
I mean, I love her. She's All she's right. the one. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm curious, is like, what uh, is there a reason why you're asking this question? Have you always wondered? Not sure. Have you two like had conversations? Are you are you getting different opinions? Like, what's causing you to to kind of question this? So, like, she'll give me ideas. Thankfully, from the Bachelor and Bachelorette, when good old Neil comes on, okay. <laughs> that might be a red flag. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So uh, she'll give me ideas on what she likes and what she wants it to be, but I've never gone to a jeweler to see how much that would cost. Okay, I have a price range in my mind that I would spend, but. I don't want her to have something that she doesn't like that she's going to wear the rest of her life. Yeah. I, I'm uh, already proud of him because most men are very bad at taking hints. And it sounds like you've at least alerted yourself on what a hint is. So you're already ahead of the game. Do you agree, Nick? Uh, totally. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I, Hannah, you don't know this, but we, we call the guys who, who call in our 10 percenters. And I will say, uh, so far, we're batting a thousand for the guys who've called in. They're always like the sweetest fucking guys. Like they're always like the they're the reason. That, I mean, they listen to the show, so they must be like they care. They're trying to like they're trying to do things right. So mm-hmm. uh, no surprise that our guy here is is kind of is is like that as well. Um, listen, I it really kind of depends. I mean, the the thing is, and and Han- Hannah can chime in is that you know everyone is different here, right? Um, I, my point of view might be different than than Hannah's. Uh, I'm not very materialistic when it comes to this. This also might be uh, have to do with like love languages, right? Like I mm. I'm not a big you know gift guy. You know, like I I don't like receiving gifts, and I don't mind giving gifts if that's what the person likes. But at the same time, I don't like to express my love and feelings with with. Uh, uh, materialistic items. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm buying love and affection. Now, an engagement ring is is a little different, but... I, <laughs> That's I, your speech for why you didn't get your girlfriend an engagement ring? <laughs> yeah, no, so listen, uh, I hope this, like, uh, piece of yarn suffices because, you know, I want you to know that our love is real. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's one of those things, like, you know, I've... Before The Bachelor, I was engaged once. It was a, a tragic engagement. That being said, like, yeah, I spent a nice chunk of change, uh, especially for, for myself at the time and the money I made. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think, listen, I don't think you should break the bank. I, I, this is my personal opinion. I don't think you should spend money you don't have. Um, in a sense, like if you've been saving up, great. I don't think you should be taking out loans for an engagement ring. Um, I don't think you know you. Sh- I don't think you should put yourself and your potential future wife in any type of financial situation. Struggle just because she wants the ring of her dreams. I mean, I- I certainly you want to give it to her. I get that, but uh, you can always upgrade. You know, if yeah. if if, if here is the thing, if if. If she's the type of person where the ring quality matters to her, uh, I can't, then then she won't mind an upgrade. It's that simple, right? If she is the type of person who like it's about like the it's a it's about what it symbolizes, and you know certainly she wants a ring, but it doesn't need things anything special. She may never want to upgrade because that's that's the ring you proposed with. So, 
I think at the end of the day, if you, uh, the fact that you're putting an effort, as Hannah said, like, you know, you, you get feedback. I took my mom that one time I went and, and did it, um, just to like have a woman there. But at, at the same time, like, whatever. It sounds like your girl gave you enough of hints that you can get it right. And the truth is like, you guys can go back. I'm assuming go, get it from a jeweler. It says like, listen, if what if she hates it? Like, can I come back and we can go shopping together? Sure. You know, like I think people do that. Right. And I think that's fine. Um, so yeah, Lane, come here with a suitcase and just uh, prop it open for me. <laughs> he just was trying to get Neil Lane's contact information from this. No, I think the ring of your of her dreams is from the man of her dreams, which it sounds like it's you. Yeah, there you go. And um, my dad actually made a mistake when he was getting my mom a ring. They were pretty young. And the guy, he was asking, should I get the most expensive ring or something more affordable? And the ring guy said, I don't know, do you believe in yourself? And it was like the best sales line ever. And my dad was like, well, of course I believe in myself and bought the super expensive ring. I a great line. Great yeah, line. you're you were a sales guy. You you know yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah better, but I think yourself. I'm like Nick. My love language is quality time and touch, choking particularly. And I think that it depends on the person. And and as Nick said, get a little more successful in your career. Get her a nicer ring. You're on a journey together. That's what I say. Yeah, I uh, I would agree. And like, like, do you get a sense that she is materialistic? You know? No, like. We actually just took the love language test, and her first her first one is uh, uh, the gifts, and the second one is physical touch. Okay, well, if her first one's the gifts, then you might wanna you wanna step it up just a little bit. I mean, seriously though, like clearly that matters to her. She she likes nice things. Um, Are you close with her mom? Because I think it could be cute if you go with her mom yeah, or her best great- friend. Yeah. Are you? How, what's your relationship like with her? Her parents? Close with her mom. Her dad's kind of quiet. I mean, it's a good idea. Yeah. She talks I mean, more with her like friend though, like one of her best friends, and she's giving me some pointers here and there too. But do you, I, I could, do you trust her best friend to keep a secret? No, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, because yeah. I say bring the best friend, and then if it doesn't go well, you blame the best friend for making bad decisions. Yeah, but I think the best friend is a liability. Like, I think they have a hard time keeping secrets. Yeah. And also, like I said, like at the end of the day, she's... Listen, if if you put your best effort forward, regardless of what you pick out, uh, I'm, I'm a, I think most jewelers will allow you to exchange it. If she throws some sort of temper tantrum, uh, then that's a huge red flag, man. Then like, then then you got some answers that you weren't you you weren't looking for, and so that's just my take. Like, don't stress about it. Uh, certainly, like you know, take her mom or whatever. Take your mom. It doesn't really matter. She's giving you enough of hints, and at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with the moment of proposing. And then just let her know, like, listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I want you to love it, you know? Um, and so, like, obviously within my budget, like, I want, if you want to, like, take it back and look at other rings, let's go do that together. You know, let's let's have that day together and we'll continue the celebration. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? Um, and it's totally fine if she takes you up on that offer, right? Um, Can I give I some controversial advice? Yeah, sure. I th- 
he's gonna kick me off the show so i think that you try to get it right you listen to all the hints you try to get it right you get the ring and then you tell her that it's five thousand dollars more than it actually is because no one can fucking tell it's like wine if i told you this wine was really expensive and then see if it affects her mind and be like we did good no one can tell an expensive ring from a non-expensive ring here's the problem with that advice Hannah, is that <laughs> It doesn't work if he doesn't nail it the first time, right? True. Because if he if he's like, "Hey babe, listen, if you if you don't love it, we'll take it back and it costs this much." Then that's what she's going to think her budget is, right? That's why it's, you have to nail it on the first one. It's a risky move, but she'll it could be very positive in the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I, <laughs> I I in all seriousness, I don't think this is a situation for 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 Brandon, but uh, people can get caught up in the materialistic elements of an engagement, yeah. of a wedding. Um, there's, and I'm not saying this is what go, is going on here, but like I think that is a red flag when uh, you you start going through this process and you realize that your partner seems to be too caught up in things like the the ring and like all the things that go into the wedding and not so much the relationship, you know. And so that that could be. Like how she handles that. I mean, listen. I think any woman would be happy to have a guy who who is saving and spending what they can, and maybe working a little harder to spend a little bit more to get her what she wants, yeah. and, and making an effort to get the, the the type of ring that she wants, and you know, being totally cool and confident that it's okay that he get it right and exchange it for something that's still within the budget that she's happy with. Those are all fine things, right? Like, <laughs> um. I hope that when I meet someone, they're chill like that. They're they're cool. They appreciate that I tried. You know that they, um, and and yeah, like spend a little money. You know, push the limits, but don't overextend yourself. I think that's yeah. really important. I I don't think you should uh, uh, set yourself up for the rest of your life. You know, yeah. and Absolutely. yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that she. You are going to learn about her in this experience, but during the COVID and everyone being quarantined, a lot of people have had to cancel their weddings. And I think it's made them realize like, holy shit, I'm so lucky that I found the love of my life. And it's okay that I have to postpone my wedding a couple months because the most important thing is finding my person, which Nick and I haven't found and we're upset about it, but it's okay. Uh, I think that's really important Yeah, (laughs) as well. And um, yeah, I think this is a good thing. And I... My, you know, after talking and 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 being long winded, I think my short answer is, it's gonna be fine. Like she's gonna be, she should be happy with whatever you get. And uh, if she's not, then then you <laughs> might have bigger problems. But I don't think that's gonna be the case, right? Like, um, yeah, I I think it it would be a big turnoff for me if uh, if but the initial reaction was like, really, <laughs> you know, like. Which I, I don't suspect most people, mo- most women do that, but I'm sure it's been done. I think the point is she's getting the ring from you who she's in love with. And she's so lucky to be with a guy with as beautiful eyebrows as you. And you're a hero. You're working while we're all scared in our houses. So kudos yeah. to you. Thanks for being a mailman. Thanks for going out there and dealing with strangers and having to touch their stuff. And um we do really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I think you're going to be fine. Let us know uh, what, what happens. Give us an update when you, you find out. But uh, I don't think you need to bring anyone else. I think it's nice to bring... I, I, if nothing else, 
I think the value in bringing your mom or her mom is because I think that's a bonding experience, to be honest with you. I honestly don't think they're going to make much of a difference in what they pick, right? Because they're not her, and her mom has only heard her suggestions just like you have, right? Um, a jeweler is going to let you know what's popular, and they're going to probably try to get you to spend more than you can, but don't do that. But uh, I think it is nice to bring them because you want that bonding experience. And yeah, that's they why don't I, know your girl. You yeah, know your and, girl. And that's why I definitely think your mom or her mom is a better option uh, than your friend is because you could probably trust them a little bit better. And you don't need to bond with her friend like you should bond with her mom or your mom. You know, I think that's a real special, like, I think your mom would really appreciate having that moment going ring shopping with her son. I know, I know my mom did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It didn't matter if it didn't work out, but she, we still, we got to You go. warmed her up for the Yeah, future. I warmed her up. I'm like, mom, this is going to happen a few more times. You have no idea what the heck, <laughs> but, um, but it was, uh, it was fun. So, uh, all right, buddy. Well, best of luck. I hope, I hope this was helpful, but you're going to be great and, uh, let us know what happens. Uh, take my question. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, how materialistic are you, Hannah? I am so not materialistic. Like I, I'm, I've, I don't give a shit about gifts. I'm all about quality time because quality time means you actually enjoy the person. Yeah. I'm not materialistic at all. I didn't so know. Yeah. If, if, if you meet a guy and he gives you a Cracker Jack ring, you're still happy. It better be my favorite flavor of Cracker Jack ring. Okay. Like, I'd rather you write me a, a poem than just buy me something expensive. Like, I love thoughtful gifts or creative gifts or something that'll make me laugh or an inside joke because yeah. also I'm kind of cheap. Like, I kind of want my wedding to just be a barbecue and then, like, save money for things we actually want to, like, travel or something. True. I will say, like, thinking about Brandon, like, there's a reason why he called, and it's not a shocker that his fiance or future fiance, hopefully, is uh, love language is, is gifts. Yeah, and when he said that, that, we were like, and she's, mm. like, she's mentioned it. Like, clearly, she's talked about this. So she does care. She's imagining it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I do think um, it's important to. Uh, especially any engagement or marriage. It's like, you know, uh, don't let your expectations and dreams disappoint the moment, right? Yeah, like don't let the media of watching shows like The Bachelor that like fantasizes it so much. Like he's like, we want Neil Lane. And it's like, that's doesn't always mean true yeah. true love or I, happiness. I, I love Neil nice Lane, but I proposed with a used ring. So let's let's say they're they're that special. Yeah. I mean they're yeah, reused. I would love a used ring like that has a meaning behind it. Um at, Oh, you mean is, like meaning like like Robbie Hayes proposed to Jojo and that was the ring that Vanessa got meaning? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want used I want to think of your ex girlfriend when I'm wearing it. That's the kind yeah. of emotion I want behind it. But there yeah, he was adorable. I just think that he wants to give her the best possible thing, and she probably got him a little nervous by dropping some numbers. And he was like, "Am I not good enough?" And we're like, "Dude, your eyebrows are great. Calm down." Yeah, he's a mailman. Like you know, like he, you know, he he shouldn't be overextending himself. He's a hero. He's he's being an essential worker. Um, also, yeah. if it starts with the ring, then like, what is the rest of your life going to be when you have to like buy a house or like the throw parties? The, and the wedding. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very pricey. Yeah. That's, I don't I've been like cutting off all my friends because we're all like 28 and starting to get married and I don't want to pay to be in a bachelor party. So I've just been 
being toxic, so they cut me out. So that's how I save right. money. Yeah. There you go. Liquid IV. Uh, listen, we talk about hydration on this show more than you would actually think, but it is super important. Uh, and there's one thing people are doing being quarantined. I'm, I'm, I'm as guilty as anyone, but uh, sometimes we are enjoying... Uh, some spirits. And with that, sometimes comes a lot of dehydration. And it's important to, to, to nourish our bodies when we indulge in these spirits. And liquid IV is the best thing for that. Um, it's, you can use it to hydrate in general, but it's also great, uh, especially I use it. If I'm going to have a drink, I, I always have my liquid IV right before and right after. And I'll tell you what, I feel fresh. Yeah, I have my liquid IV that I ordered right before the quarantine right here. And they come in these little packets. You just empty them into water. They taste really good. This is the lemon-lime flavor. And I, it just, I'm just not drinking enough water. I'm anxious. I'm stressed yeah. all day. I'm drinking to help myself. And like I'm just taking one of these liquid IVs every day to help me you know, not get headaches and just stay hydrated. Totally. It's like two, drinking two to three bottles of water. Plus it has vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it tastes good. My favorite uh, uh, flavor is lemon lime, but they have a bunch of different options. It's available at Target, Whole Foods, and Costco. Uh, you can order it online. Uh, so if you want to try it out, go to liquidiv.com and use promo code VIALL at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code VIALL at liquidiv.com. Get Better hydrated today at liquidiv.com, promo code V-I-A-L-L. You can also find them nationwide, again, at Target, Whole Foods, and Costco. How's it going? Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm 24. Um, Right now, I'm in graduate school. I'm getting my PhD in chemistry. Um, I I work with a guy that I've been, um, he's like my big brother, pretty much uh he taught me everything i know about chemistry like his whole job is to oh i'm scared is to mentor me um and he was kind of my best friend we talked about everything he's the only person who like is a chemist and also really fun and fun to talk to so we got really close um and then also his girlfriend and i have a lot in common so i started hanging out with his girlfriend a lot but we never really hung out together it was just kind of like separate relationships um they moved okay. in together and like i was always kind of attracted to him but i really never thought anything other because like obviously nothing could happen and then we got a really good result in lab which sounds really dorky um but but we got a really good result and so we went out and then um he asked if he could come over and i didn't think anything of it because i was like oh my gosh yeah of course you can you're my friend and then we hung out for a while and then I kind of blacked out. And the next thing I remember, I was just like, I looked over and we both woke up to an email from our boss at the same time. Like that was the notification that woke us up. And I looked over and I was like, oh, this is not good. Um, and so then we were like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. We so you had talked. sex. Yeah. Which is big for me because I don't do, I don't really do that ever. Okay. Do you remember, you remember having the sex though? Um, no. <laughs> How do you know you had sex? Um, just, you know, because there were like, you okay. f- say it, girl. Oh, you feel it? Well, he was really drunk, so I think it was like a long time. Oh, of- <laughs> or his penis is just really big, and it was, it, was, that it, was true. it didn't last long. It could be either. 
I think it was both. It like it was it was okay. really painful. <laughs> More details, please. Um, sorry, he's like down. Use a condom next time, okay? Continue. I'm your mom. Yeah, because I don't own any of those. Like, this is not something that I'm using. You gotta have a backup pack. You never know. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. And, anyways, we're getting Goodbye. off the board. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just want to point out that I also get excited about good lab tests, but for very different reasons. Nick! <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> when a girl's you not will pregnant. someday. <laughs> oh! I was thinking more like uh, the you know your you know annual STD test. Well, oh. you know, semi. Yeah, those are those are all good. Nick, you should do more than just a year. Sorry, continue, Lauren. I I yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not that sexual active. Sexually active. Anyways, Lauren, continue. Sure. That was your fault, Nick. You started that. Good to do. <laughs> Uh, so you wake up, you guys had sex. Yeah, conversation. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is the worst thing either of us have ever done. Let's never do that again. And then the second conversation was like, well, neither of us really regret it. And then like it just kept happening. And I'm really big into base soccer, and so he would come over and we'd watch soccer together like all the time and his girlfriend like went home a certain day of the week so we knew when things were fine and it was like definitely the worst thing I've ever done and I feel really bad about it and I kept hanging out with her okay separately too so it was like I found a way to compartmentalize everything so everything had like its own little drawer and then they broke up for different reasons in January that's that's not true but continue um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, well yeah for different there might have been other reasons and i'm sure he told you that it was different reasons and i'm certain you told yourself that but like i think because she broke up with him okay well because he wasn't probably needed. wasn't interested yeah. okay yeah okay. so she was like off finding herself and I all right was, so like, then you you're hanging out yeah you're having sex you keep this goes on yeah. for a while you're playing with balls, soccer balls. Yeah, I'm balls. like I'm with him probably like 22 hours out of the day for like months straight. And then I kind of started to get from the ex-girlfriend because I still was running with her, running with her, I guess. Um, literally, literally running. You're like your workout buddies. Um. Yeah. So I. Yes. Okay. Um. So we're she's we're chasing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently she was like kind of threatened by me the whole time and our friendship, but she thought I was gay. <laughs> she told you this? <laughs> no, he did. So you start having sex with the girlfriend too? No, 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 no. <laughs> she thought that I was. And so like she found out that I wasn't and like all of a sudden got like a little bit more threatened. But she started telling me stuff about like how she wanted to get back together with him and how and then he would kind of be saying to me while we were hanging out and doing it that he wanted to get back together with her. And I was like, surely you can't mean that. <laughs> and so I kept doing it because to me, like I've never had sex with anybody that I wasn't in love with. So I don't know how to disconnect those two things. So I was like, oh, he's so crazy that he's saying that. So to your face, he'd be like, I want to get back with my ex. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> funny. Um, and then she was like, I'd never get back together with him. But when they both started talking about it, I was like, oh, no, this is going to hurt 
a lot. Okay. Um, and I tried, I tried to be really supportive and be like, if that's what you feel like you need to do, go do it. Like, sounds fun. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and then things just kind, things just kind of blew up because now they're seeing each other like once a week. It feels like they're basically together. And so our whole building got evacuated because of the coronavirus, but we're both working on a vaccine. So currently in this like 12 story building, it's just me, him and my boss. So we're spending all this time together. We're still doing everything that we did. Um, hanging you're out. Still hooking up. You're still hooking up multiple times. So you're hanging out more than he is with his ex, but you think he's yeah. going to get back with his ex. So just to recap, the current situation is you guys are constantly working together. You're still sleeping together. He is at least making you feel like he's still considering t- getting back together with his ex. And they're certainly talking on some level. And we can safely assume that quarantine and Corona aside, he's also being sexually intimate with her. Yes, which is something that, like, that was the worst. Do you want to date him? I would love to, but he's another layer is, like, he's leaving in a few months. Okay, I'm I'm very invested in this right now, but I say you've been very messy, and it's okay, because I'm a messy bitch, too. But you're being messy, and it's okay. You're learning from it. You're young. But you you need to start emotionally detaching from this because he's not going to date you. You were the side chick. What he did to her, he would do to you too. You need to stop hanging out with with him in that way. I would just stop it because he's not respecting you and you're going to get hurt at this point. Yeah, for sure. And I've been hurt, but like, I think I, I think I, I don't know how to stop it when like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do, um, you like, You've here's the thing. You've been uh you're kind of making excuses for yourself all the time, you know? Uh, I think you need to kind of hold some accountability and you're just like, "Well, I've never felt this way before." And uh there's some there's a lot of layers here, right? You know, like he was supposed to be your mentor, he's a little older and there's this kind of like little position of power that may or may not be like attractive for you. Um Is he tall? Like yeah, like that's besides the point. But no, that's uh, the point. That is that uh, is listen, the I, point. That's I the don't, only point. <laughs> I don't it's doubt important. that she's attracted. <laughs> I don't doubt that she's attracted to her. I'm just saying, like you need to. Um, you've gotten yourself in a very toxic situation on a lot, a I lot really of levels, that. right? And you need to hold yourself a, a more accountable. Like, yeah, like you were young, and yeah, you're being messy. But like, you know, Hannah's here to play the good cop, and like, you know. Like, this is fine and whatever. But, like, what you're doing is really shitty, and I don't think you're a shitty person, and you're not a child. You're 24. Um, like, you are an adult. You're literally trying to save the world by coming up with a vaccine We for need corona. you focused. You can think stigmatized right now. I'm just saying, I think that type of person has the intelligence to, like, hold themselves accountable for, like, doing yeah. shitty things. And so... No, no, no. I... I am fully aware that what I did was shit. Yeah, but hold on. But like a couple of things that you also said too is that, uh, well, we didn't regret it. Well, you should have because he was in a relationship. I understand that you you like like him and like you feel like, but like 
the, the, the problem that you're doing is you're, you're telling yourself one thing and doing another, right? Like you need to start being more honest with yourself about these situations. Like I like them. I want to date them. Not like, Oh, it's cool. Like, I don't mind if you date her. Like you need to kind of say this out loud to yourself so that you can say it to him and her, right? Like you're kind of pretending to yourself. You don't care to protect yourself. Meanwhile, like that is st- allowing you to like kind of lie to yourself out loud and then lie to him and pretend you don't care, but you totally care. And because you're confusing yourself and your emotions, that's allowing you to like kind of do all these shitty things because you're not really putting it out there about what you want. In the meantime, like you have this other girl that like every time you go running, you're like having to lie and it's really getting messy. And I got to assume it's really just like kind of fucking with you. You're and like here, yourself. And here's the thing, this guy, I mean, listen, I'm, he might be a fine guy, whatever, but like oh. he sucks, right? Like he is openly like, he he's manip- he's manipulating you uh, and her at the same time. Uh, he certainly isn't giving any consideration to your feelings. Now, granted, Wait. you've pretended you don't like him, but like he's not an idiot. No, she does. She likes him. I've, I've told him. Like, I don't uh, think that she went had- into it. I don't think you went into it to be shitty. You thought like every girl or guy can romanticize and be like, oh, my God, we're actually meant to be together. It's not yeah. right his girlfriend. For yeah, sure. but, then, but, but at this point, I think Nick yeah. is right that like you're hurting yourself by even pre- being friends with a girlfriend, hiding it. And it's like a masochistic thing to like. I d- remember when I was younger with AIM, my friend used to tell me about all the conversations she was having with my crush. And I would just ask about it. Like, what did they say? And I was just like hurting myself every time like stop hurting yourself you deserve better and you have to start with honesty of what you want and what you deserve yes yeah and yeah it's the thing you're just kind of making too many excuses for everyone and then you're just like well this is the situation we're in um he's like with you like in the same building right now isn't he yeah yeah next time he Uh, tries to have sex with you say Put some effort into solving the coronavirus yeah. and stop thinking about my. You need vagina. to stop sleeping with him. <laughs> you can you can handle that. Like, you know, even if it's that real good dick, you know, you can still say no. No, I'm just very uh, bad at confrontation. <laughs> I think that you need. I don't. To- <laughs> I don't think. I think. I mean, listen. You should be able to say no to sex. Um, that's that's an important thing for you to to learn. I don't think being afraid of confrontation is a is a good excuse be like i don't feel like doing it right now i feel like we're uh, being brutally honest right now you need to, what we're being well not not while he's not while he's playing with two women you know as emotions he's very much having his cake and eating it too he's like yeah. doing it in your face and you said you have emotions towards him and you like having sex with people you love and he doesn't love you so this is it you go to a therapist and you say why he, do- he says that he loves me <laughs> no he definitely does what? not love yeah but he wants to be with his ex that's not no. love he definitely I mean, doesn't. He definitely. He definitely doesn't love you. He. He doesn't love her. He's just kind of a selfish yeah. guy right now, who really only loves himself, and he's convinced himself, and he's just. He's just manipulating the shit out of you. You deserve a guy uh, who wants you and, and only you. The, you know, like again, I think you need to hold yourself a little accountable and and judge yourself a little bit for some of these decisions you've made. But at the same time, you do need to realize and stop being the victim that you're being because he is taking I don't feel advantage. Like of a, I don't feel like a victim. And that's because you are enjoying the chase way too much. Like you're sucked into the game. It's a game. Um, I'm guilty of that. But I you are aware. You are aware of the fact that like this is going to probably end badly for you, and you're going to be hurt. But you're kind of like masking that right now because I'm so- not sure when it's gonna like. I don't know what part will like 
If Are you afraid you will of the girl finding have, out? I'm going to tell you right now. Wedding? No, here's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. When you, if, if, if you do nothing about it, he's, you said he's going to leave whenever he's like upset to move? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to leave and then cut you off. And be on to the next girl. And then maybe when he gets bored and he's having a hard time meeting new people in whatever new city, you'll hear from him and he'll like yeah. send a dick pic and ask you to send a nude and all these things. But at the end of the day, that's when he's going to leave. And he's going to keep this gonna going. Find out. She's going to yeah. find out and she's going to be really hurt and she's going to tell people what you did and then you're going to feel terrible and that's going to happen. So this is only going to end badly. So you have a chance to like take a little bit of control and end it on your terms as opposed to letting him end it on his. Ooh. That that's a Ooh, that hit hard, Nick. I felt that's, that. That's that's see that's 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 a one hundred percent guarantee. Zero percent chance you guys get married. Uh, uh, zero seems strong. Well, it's also accurate. Um, He'll cheat on you. He will cheat on you. Zero. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't like he, messing. I don't mess with cheaters because I feel not, like it's out of your control. Right now, he he just doesn't respect you, and he doesn't respect her, and he doesn't respect himself, so he can't respect you. But like, it's 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 not a reflection on you. You need to like hold yourself to higher standards and expect more for yourself that he can do that. But like, you know, he's kind of you're giving him in. She's taking a foot. It's kind of a classic tale. But <laughs> you're definitely not going to get married. Like all the things you're feeling, a lot of it is like heightened based off of proximity, a lack of options. Like, yeah, you guys like to watch soccer, you know, it's a game, but like you're, you've isolated yourself in this very small world and it's, it's, it's heightening your feelings. Like he's just a guy. There's a lot of tall people out there. I mean, that was probably my biggest thing is I don't know how to unisolate myself from it because it's literally like, it sucks right now. I get that, but you can still not have sex right now. Yeah, for sure. Immediate thing is stop sleeping with him. He told you not to tell the girl? Oh, yeah. So that's him controlling you. That's He's- literally such a control tactic. Yeah. I think if you get out of it right now and stop having sex, then when the girl does find out and she will, then at least you can say, I told him that this feels wrong. Where if you don't, then you're going to be in a really bad place. Yeah, and don't overcomplicate it. Like, try Don't get into like some big discussion with him about the situation. Just stop sleeping with him. And if he asks why, just be like, I, I'm over it. You know, I don't want to keep sleeping. That will make him try, try more. But you need to like, this is an ugly situation and the excitement around, uh, I mean, listen, th- there's a reason why like doing, being bad feels hot. Like it's wrong and like <laughs> the sneaking around probably is exciting, but like you're losing a lot of credibility for yourself in the future. Um, you know, when this does end, you're going to like meet another guy. You're going to have conversations about, have you ever cheated on someone? And you're going to tell this story and it's going to scare the shit out of them because you were kind of okay with fucking with someone. And you're going to have to explain why you chose to like be okay with this type of behavior for a period of time. Uh, and in, so in your you love need, story, you're not the other girl. Yeah. So, so don't accept that. And in, and in the future, uh, like, and I'm telling you for future relationships, it's going to go a long way to say, you know what? It was wrong. I wasn't okay with it. I was a little fucked up, he, you know, but I ended it and I'm glad I did. As opposed to like, so how'd that end? And you're like, well, he finally left and I had to accept it. Then it's just like, ugh. so did you know, that next person's going to be wondering if you really like figured it out or were you just like, you were along for the ride until he called a shot. Like you're really going to set yourself up even for like future issues if you don't like nip this in the bud. Yeah, that's 
We're brutally honest. Stop having sex with him. You can control that. Just give like, him blowjob. You blow can job. hang out with him. No. <laughs> Stop it, Hannah. I'm Catholic. <laughs> uh, Just do anal. <laughs> Doesn't count. I mean, listen, if you, if, uh, yeah, I think you should uh, stop being intimate with them. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I don't believe that you're going to. Um, well, we've had that conversation numerous times. I'm not, you, you need to stop talking about with, you know, this is, he's not, in, you're not in a relationship with him. You're, this is not a negotiation. There's nothing to talk about with him. You need to decide for yourself that you're done doing it. You don't need his blessing. You don't need to approve to him. You don't need him to approve of it. Uh, he's going to throw a temper tantrum. Like he's not like stop letting him make. You're just like it's like it's if you're going to go to him and be like, well, I think I should stop sleeping with you. Are you okay with that? Like <laughs> that's insanity. But like, listen, like I know you're laughing, but like it's you're you're really setting yourself up for some some for some some issues down the line, and uh, I think you need to address that. Yeah. Also, we need you guys to focus on a cure. Like this is some bullshit. We need you to focus on a cure, not this messy drama. I need to know my chemists are not having sex and they're like not sleeping and they're just working. I guarantee here, I all the other ones aren't. <laughs> nah, that's not true. <laughs> no, and they're just working on a cure, I think. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is a big opportunity for you. So how you handle it's going to go, it's going to, you'll, you'll remember it for years to come. I'm serious. Nick really wants you to cut it off, which means you have to. His dick, cut off his dick. Yeah. No. Okay. I didn't know that's what he meant, but I'll do that for sure. That's what he no, meant. I don't think you should do that. Okay. But what, what are you gonna What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say no. I think the problem is I I don't know. Like definitely no more of that. But like there's so many things. Like we goof around. Like we hang out outside. Like I don't know at, like where to draw that line. Mm. I mean, listen. You should draw it as as. As, as much as possible i mean like the quarantine aside but like you're 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 just playing the victim you know, it's like oh poor me I can't no no i don't feel i like no i just genuinely don't people like, say no to sex all the time people say no, no i'm not worried about that part i'm worried about like he is one of my closest friends like this relationship is Pick. really important to me it shouldn't before, be before before uh, yeah but like you like, fucked and up. my phone as brother you, like you, which is messed up but okay. you fucked that up like that happens this is this okay. is not this your this friendship's damaged it's over he's now you're romantically invested um it's okay it happens you'll uh, be mentally healthier when he leaves if you start the separation process now tell you yeah it's gonna really fuck you up if you let him end it and he will eventually okay so. be empowered girl <laughs> You can at least do you it. could look your friend in the eye and be like, at one point I felt bad and I stopped. <laughs> it took a lot of sex, but I stopped. Yeah, I I kind of stopped. You're uh you're twenty, you're twenty-four, Lauren. You're not sixteen. Nick is gonna be such a, a good bad cop dad one day. Nick, you're gonna be the best dad. You're gonna be like, Laura, what are you doing? What are no, you No, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm, uh, not you know, they won't listen to me, I'll be their dad. uh all right well we gotta go uh lord i wish you luck thanks for uh helping us uh try to find a vaccine for corona thanks focus on that uh try to uh this is at the end of the day like it's up to you right like i know this is hard but like 
you're either gonna you're gonna protect him or protect yourself, and everything else that you're gonna convince yourself that is hard, whatever, is just you're kind of either being weak or being manipulated or both. And I, I think you're stronger than you're giving yourself credit for. Cool. Yeah. All right. Means a lot. All right. Well, best yeah. of luck. Let us know what happens. And real love is going to feel so much better than this. This is not what you deserve. It might. It might. Yeah. It won't. Right. Okay. Bye. All right, Lauren. Take care. Yeah, I worry about her. Uh, <laughs> I know you do. You were really upset. <laughs> nah, I mean, listen, it's just like the whole poor me. I can't help it. And it's kind of those classic things. I had a friend call me yesterday who 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 calls me often for dating advice and it's the same guy, same thing. And it was one of those things where, and I was getting that sense from Lauren where she's this, she wasn't calling me for advice. She was calling me for permission. And it was just like, mm. I actually started getting mad at her. I was just like, I was at the point, I was like, you know, I had a nice little high going on my couch doing ass nicks. And she was like, calling me up, fucking up my mojo and just like, and, and, uh, and I'm like telling her what I think, but she's like, but, but, but it's like, and I'm like, well, then do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you can convince yourself any toxic situation feels good for a little, but obviously in the long term, it's going to be something that you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. But, um, uh, I hope Lauren takes uh, our advice. I, I worry that she will, I will, I confidently say no matter what, she will look back and be like, yeah, I could have done different that that differently if she doesn't take the advice. But yeah, yeah. it's either going to be him or her. You know, so. we're sending our love. How's it going? Hi, Nick. Love your show. My name is Thanks. Melissa. I'm 27. Nice to meet you. This is my friend Hannah. She'll be uh, helping us uh, answer your questions. Nice Hi, to Hannah. meet you. Nice to meet you as well. How can we help? Uh, so my question revolves around. I have this really close guy friend we've been friends for about seven years mm -hmm. um, we don't live in the same area and we haven't lived in the same area for a while but we still talk pretty regularly and uh, maybe once or twice a year when one of us is visiting the other person's location we'll hang out um, but it's been strictly platonic I don't have an interest in anything further um, but about a week ago he sent me this weird snapchat in the middle of the night and it and it was at like 2 a.m. his time, so I'm guessing he was probably drunk. Describe weird. Uh, so it said, do you think of me the same way I think of you? Okay. And then in the morning, I asked for clarification, and he just ignored it. And then we've talked about other stuff since then. So I kind of get the vibe he, doesn't, he either doesn't want to talk about it, or he might not remember. Maybe he meant it for somebody else. Um, but this isn't the first time I've gotten like these kind of awkward Snapchats from my guy friends, but usually I'm not as close to the guy friends, so I don't really care either way, or they're just a lot more like sexually driven. So it, I either will just like ignore it or usually let it go for once. And then if it happens again, I'll either block them or tell them to knock it off. But I don't really know what to do in this case. I don't know if I should bring it up again or just like let it go. Uh, How do you feel about him? She doesn't want anything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in anything more than just a friendship with him. Uh, what makes you think he was drunk, other than the time of night? 
I just know his personality. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I think the fact that it was like, he didn't want to like clarify or anything. So he just kind of like seemed like he kind of shot his shot and then I didn't jump right on board. And how important is this friendship to you? I mean, we don't talk like every single day or anything. Um, so like, I don't think my life would change too much if he wasn't one of my friends, but we've also been friends for quite a while. Um, and it's nice to have like a close guy friend that I can like talk about certain issues with and stuff. Like other guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, unfortunately it doesn't sound like he's that guy for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for a couple reasons. One, he might just, he might not want to talk about it. And maybe if he pretends to want to talk about it, you're not going to get objective, honest feedback. I mean, if your goal is to get like information from him, I'm like, how do you could successfully pursue some guy you're into? He's going to sab- sabotage that shit. You know, like he's going to talk shit about this guy. You know, he's going to like, I don't know if he's really that guy for you. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've heard this story before, even when it's the opposite. It's just like when the guy has the, the girlfriend that she's really into him and he's always like, oh, I'm in love with this girl. And she like, well, let me see your Instagram. I'm like, oh, she looks like a skank. You know, like you get that all the time. So like, He's not going to be objective. Um, it probably wasn't an accident. Like, uh, he, he even if he was lying, he could easily been like, "Oh, sorry, I meant that for another person." He didn't even do that, right? Yeah. So if it so it wasn't meant for another person, it was it was meant for you. And yeah, maybe he was drunk and he doesn't want to address it. He's embarrassed, but that is how he feels. And he finally, like, he had the liquid courage to tell you. And then you didn't respond. And now he feels awkward and stupid. Um, he probably does remember. Um, and even if he doesn't, that's how he feels. And I guess the point is, is like, now you have some clarity on what this relationship really is. And that is a guy who has some romantic interest in you. And you can be friends with him. You know what I'm saying? You can be cool, like... I wouldn't spend a lot of energy worrying about this friendship because this friendship is now different. And he, he certainly is, again, not going to fill that need of having that close guy confidant that you could like run things past as a guy. Like that's, this is not that guy. So you should stop doing that. And like, uh, for his sake, it would be selfish of you to ignore what he did and still like use him as that kind of soundboard or per- guy you ask questions, even if you even if he's even if you're not expecting like good feedback because he's biased, but you just want someone to like bend your ear, you know, to bend his ear, so to speak. It would be kind of a dick move knowing that he does kind of like you. Okay, yeah, cause I, I guess yeah, because when we first became friends, I was in a long term relationship. And that ended like a year and a half ago. So like I hadn't really noticed any part of his interaction changing initially. But I guess like this is kind of the first glimpse that. Yeah. Yeah, Anything to add, Hannah? Yeah. My controversial opinion is that guys and girls are only friends when at least one of them is sexually attracted to the other. Uh, That's not so controversial. It's typically true. I have found that. It doesn't mean uh, you're I, in love, but I find the guy friends like I either they think I'm kind of attractive and they like the little flirt game or like I think they're attractive and it completely makes sense that like you have girlfriends to talk about important stuff to guys are for fun and flirting and seeing guy angles or whatever bullshit. But like you don't need him as a friend is what Nick was trying to say in terms of like giving you good advice if he likes you. Yeah. And and most times that is true. I, what I have found that sometimes you can be friends if you've had, 
if you have sex early on <laughs> and then you no, I mean, I've had well, I've had this happen a couple of times where like I meet a girl romantically. We don't meet as friends. We meet as a potential romantic interest. There's some sex involved. We then therefore realize that maybe this isn't going anywhere. We stop hanging out as people who like decide to move on do. And then a period of time passes and you reconnect and you're just kind of like, you know what? you're kind of dope. Like we didn't work out romantically and you just start being friends. And that really is a friendship there. I have found that that like, that gives you some clarity. And if it's very mutual, you can be friends there. I've had that happen. But to Hannah's point early on, sometimes a lot of people will like, they're too afraid to make the move. So they, they will be their friend thinking somehow you're going to like, you know, uh, make things make some sort of transformation and then it's not going to happen but you're like awkward and 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 again like you you know you get drunk and like reveal your true intentions Mm -hmm. and often often there is an attraction from one person that's stronger than the other um yeah yeah not always but there's a good chance this sounds like a his problem in terms of if he can like does he just want to be your friend or does he want to cross the line? If you're starting to feel awkward, just stop talking to as much. You have to set boundaries with stuff and yeah. he's clearly not someone you see day to day. So if he's causing you to feel uncomfortable, and I don't mean uncomfortable in a creepy way, but uncomfortable like, am I hurting him? And so you start stressing yourself out. You respect him, but you don't need to talk to him as much. And it's, it's actually also just important, good like for him. Before, just- yeah, you just can't be selfish here because a lot of people in your shoes will will like, well, I mean, I don't know if that's what he really wants. And then you will selfishly keep him around because you enjoy the friendship. Yeah. And then you will like, you know, use him to go to movies and you'll use him to like get up. You know, you can't do that now during like, you know, quarantine. But yeah. typically they'll find these like f- friends um, and they'll pretend the lie to themselves that like, oh, they, we're just friends. And they'll be like the surrogate boyfriend or girlfriend because you don't have one right now. But like, well, I'll just go to a movie with you and let's go grab lunch. Let's go grab a bite to eat, you know? Um, And you're just just fucking with them when you do that. And, you know, a lot of people do that. So I think you need to set some boundaries with him and stop pretending that this friendship is a a friendship. It's not. Yeah, I guess since I was kind of like his like bro with the start of our friendship and he would always kind of confide in me and like his girl problems and you he, he kind of and by kind of I mean he's he's a fuck boy and I feel like I kind of now had that persona associated with him that he wasn't really capable of like catching feelings for other people and I thought probably wasn't the right assumption to make yeah and it could be just you know if he's a fuck boy he just wants to see if he can have sex with you you know I don't know the point is he's not your bro that's for sure and it's not platonic and <laughs> Either he's catching feelings or you're just another person he wants to have sex with. Either way, like you're not you're not pals. Yeah. So I think attention is really fun and it could be addicting, but you wanna get your circle small to getting attention from like people who are authentically like right for you. Um or and also what I would do, I'd call his ass out if it got awkward. <laughs> I'd be, I have this friend who like this comedian friend who's way older than me, he's like forty one or two. And we are best friends, but like, I know he'd have sex with me. And I'm like, you want to have sex with me? And he's like, no, I'd never have sex with you. I'm like, you could admit it. Like, it'd actually be less awkward. Like, I know you want to fuck me. So I joke about it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what I don't like about like the doing it in the middle of the night when you're drunk. Because if it would have been like something he brought up when he was sober, we could like 
talk about it and I'm not talk saying I'd be open to it or anything, but now it's just kind of yeah. weird and it's like the same. I see. I think he's going to lose it. you by doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. So, yeah. I'm over him. I, I, think it, I think that's what you need to do. Okay. So I can still talk to him about like advice about like work and stuff like that, but not like very often and not definitely not about other guys. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would just phase him out to be honest. Or whenever he texts you, be like, sorry, I was just having sex. What's up? Every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just playing games. But uh, yeah, I don't, I really don't think you should go to him for advice. I mean, I'm sure you could have other friends. Um, yeah. And then what about like other guys that I don't care about that much? Just like immediately cut them or, because I feel like, I don't know. I just don't know why guys think that that's like an okay thing to do. I mean, guys are guys. I mean, it's not okay. And uh, I don't know. Some, I mean, guys can be immature if they don't know how to communicate, especially if they get liquid courage. I do think if you are uncomfortable with something, I think it's good to speak up. Hey, don't yeah. send that to me. You know, I think, you know, don't uh, listen. I, you, know, you don't have to belittle them. You don't have like, just be like, don't do that. You know, and if if a guy hears that and he's like, you know what, my bad, then whatever, fine. You told him he stopped. Yeah. That's fine, right? Um, if he keeps going, then it, then there's that's a bigger issue. But uh, I, think I don't think you, anything wrong with speaking up. Treat your guy friends like you do your girlfriends. Where like, would you talk to girlfriends who weren't open and honest and trusting with you? No. So I only talk to guys who I have a crush on, or who are authentically my friends. So, like, you don't need that middleman. If you don't have a crush on him, why are you texting him? I also, texting's exhausting. It takes a lot of time and takes away from your productivity. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, the asking guys, you can't, don't, don't use him anymore. He's not your, he doesn't want to be your friend, so stop using him as your friend. If you close doors, other doors open. So, like, make more time and for guys who you actually can establish a connection with. That's real. Okay. Yeah, I guess I've always, I've never really had the mindset of like, you can't be just friends with guys, but. You can sometimes, but I'm just saying like, usually it's, you know. Make sure that they're trusting and honest and open with you. And that guy sounds like he has other motives, which is okay, but it's not what you want. And then like, there's nothing wrong with becoming friends with guys, but it's just one of those things you kind of always suspect that maybe if you're aware that you're not interested in them, Right then you have to be aware that there's a possibility they could be. Not necessarily a guarantee, but a possibility. And as soon as like you are proven right, if that's the case, then you just move on. I've had a lot of girlfriends that were my platonic friends that have come and gone out of my life. You know? Yeah. It happens. You know? It's just... It the just fact got you're so friends with him, he doesn't even live near you is wild. I, that's hard for me to keep friends like that. So like, you're a good friend. Yeah, I've moved around a lot for work, so I've gotten really good at maintaining friendships long distance. Yeah. yeah, and you're probably good at making new friends, so make new friends. Okay, <laughs> we're done with him. Next. All right. Thank well, best so of much. luck. Uh, <laughs> hope that hope that was helpful. And yes, it was. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. How's it going? Hey, I'm Mike. Thirty-two. Hi, Mike. Thirty-two. How can we help? Well, uh, I sent this uh, pre-coronavirus, so hopefully, uh, once this is over, we could. Uh, I could definitely use this advice, but um, basically, uh, I've been friend of mine suggested the show been listening to some advice and I felt like I might be able to get some advice on a situation I'm in. 
I'm originally from Connecticut. I moved to the Carolinas for nine years and uh, recently moved back up north to the New York City metro area. And um, I feel like I'm almost undateable. Uh, I have, I had a really hard time dating in the Carolinas. Um, I was previously engaged and that uh, broke apart and we separated. And uh, once I got back on the dating scene seven years ago, um, I found that it was really tough. Um, the dating in the Carolinas was a really tough deal. I'm not, you know, growing up in Connecticut, I just had a different lifestyle, different culture. Uh, I felt like women were looking for something completely different. So for me, dating was quite the challenge when I lived there. Okay. Uh, and I felt like moving back up north would uh, kind of help with that. Uh, the culture and everything is a little more different and a little more to what I remember, you know, growing up in Connecticut. But I feel like I'm in this constant loop of dating apps and just the, you know, mixed messages, not getting matches, just no conversation. Um, and I feel like I, I feel like I'm just in this constant like spin cycle of using dating apps and trying to get out of that uh, hole is, uh, is really tough. So um, I wanted to see if I get some advice on, on that and just my situation overall. I feel like some of the things I'm interested in, some of the things I'm looking for, not looking for are really specific. And that might also uh, kind of narrow my search. What, like what's specific? Uh, well, I don't want kids of my own. So that takes out a lot of people in the running right away. Okay. Um, I'm uh, not really a, a, a pet person. So uh, I'm not really uh, into dogs. Uh, I do like cats, but I'm allergic so that also takes me out of the running uh, quite What did you bit. say before the pet part? Sorry. He doesn't want to have kids. Oh, he doesn't want to have kids. Okay. But I'm open to dating someone who already has kids. So that, that uh, as long as they're like old enough, like to walk, talk and poop on their own. Um, I'm, I'm usually good with that. Wait, so you don't want kids because you don't want like the initial couple of years? Yeah, I, I have zero interest in dealing with infants and babies and pregnancy and changing diapers and crying. And you don't like pets because you have to take care of pets too. Yeah. Dogs are just, I mean, I'm not like anti-animal or anything like that. Just dogs are, um, especially dogs are just kind of, are just as bad as, as little babies. I mean, you're constantly having to walk them and feed them and take them outside and care for them. And um, also I'm allergic to them. So um, that, you know, those things uh, don't coincide. And I've just, a lot of the women I've dated with dogs kind of, tend to take more responsibility to the dog and t pay more attention to the dog than me or any other human. So, um, you know, those things don't really jive. So um, I'm also not a religious person, which is not much of a problem up north up here, but it was a huge problem when I lived in the Carolinas. So, um, you know, that could be, mm -hmm. that sometimes could be um, a stop gap, but um, also my interests are not very um, female leaning. Uh, so a lot of what things. Do you, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm, I'm a big uh, auto racing fan, so that's more male-dominated, you know, interest. Um, uh, you know, I like things like pro wrestling and football, and a lot of things that you don't find a lot of single women at. So that makes my pool even smaller um, as far as uh, dating goes. So it, I feel like it kind of like women kind of see that and they're like, oh. I'm curious um, when you are dating, you're going out there. I mean, some of the things you talked about, like it's good for them to know, like not wanting kids. 
Yeah, you should. I'm, I'm assuming that comes up pretty early in a date, usually like a first date, second date for sure. If like, hey, you're interested in having kids, but you're, you're 32, you know, I don't know the ages of the women you're going on dates with, but that's certainly probably you're meeting women at an age where they're thinking about having kids. It's going to come up. But I'm curious, some of these other things you talked about, like, are like I, I get a sense that you're like very open about this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, right on the the dating apps. I, I mean, for example, I, I filter out so like if they want kids, I filter that out, so I don't even find that in my search. So I don't. But really... I'm more talking about the other stuff. I, I'm getting the impression that when you like connect with someone on a dating app, or even you get out to the point where you go on a date, like you you start explaining to them why they might not be interested in in you. It's like, just so you know, I like auto racing, and just so you know, I have all these interests and you probably don't like that and like i almost feel like is that true or am i wrong where you're almost like selling against yourself i mean not i guess not not per se um if i think they are interested in something that i'm interested in i'll i'll definitely have a discussion about it but i don't really go in saying like this is why you might not like me but i feel like if they like something i like hey they like sports i'm probably gonna say hey i like sports too and talk about sports so kind of gauge what their interest is yeah but a lot of dating i mean there's a, a lot of guys who like pro wrestling and a lot of guys who like car racing a lot of guys who like sports and there are women who like all those things there's a lot more women who don't um and they're dating successfully those are kind of like the little things i don't like you know a guy doesn't need to love watching reality tv or housewives to be compatible with a woman because she's a diehard you know, real housewives fan. Um, sure. Those are kind of niche hobbies. I mean, the kid thing, yeah, that's a big deal. And it sounds like you're pretty proactive about like, especially even a dating app of like, yeah, you're definitely narrowing your pool there. Uh, the pet thing, you know, um, minus allergies, like, you know, th th to some level, you're going to probably have to be a, a little bit more compromising. Like you're, you know, it's, I think that's sometimes a problem with um, all of us who, who get comfortable with being single, which I think is a healthy thing to be. Uh, but we also get set in our ways. We get selfish. We get used to a certain type of lifestyle. Then we have start expecting people to fit into that lifestyle and any relationship, any successful relationship is going to involve some level of compromising. There's a, there's a, I mean, it's, there's a good chance you're never going to find someone that is this perfect, like whatever idea you have, this person that fits into all these little specific things that you want, you know, uh, the idea is finding someone who's, you know, generally you have a natural connection. You're able to hold a conversation. Maybe your, your mutual instincts are just life in general. Maybe it is someone who's fine with, having their own different hobbies and they're a very independent woman as well. I mean, my guess is because you don't want to have kids, it's going to maybe even work to your benefit where uh, women who don't want to have kids are sometimes just very career driven, very independent. They, you know, for whatever reason, they might not want to have kids like, uh, and, and, and again, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of independent women who want families, but like, you know, for whatever reason, if people don't want to have kids and they align, they're going to be able to do other things too. They, and you don't always have to have the same interests. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I mean, I, I feel like it's more important to have a good personality match up personality wise, have, have, uh, you know, good conversation, just good fundamentals in, in common. I don't need to meet someone that, ha that has to like 
auto racing or sports or any of those things per se. Um, you know, I think my last serious relationship, she wasn't necessarily into those things, but we always had a good time. We had a lot in common. We had good conversation and we had the fundamentals in common. Like we didn't want pets. We didn't want kids, those kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, minus I'm, the pet, yeah, minus the kid thing, I think everything else is kind of slightly negotiable. I also think I want you to change your mindset from like, I don't like these things and I don't want people who, or I like them and I don't want people who are like that. It's a lot of what you don't want in people and I want you to twist it. There's a concept of like, manif- Nick, you might like this shit, manifesting abundance that like look at f- for things that you want to find and that positivity will like manifest people like that. But if you're always like, I don't want someone who wants kids. I don't want someone who doesn't like that. I race like you. There's a lot of negatives I'm hearing where I want you to be like, I want to meet someone who has my sense of humor. I want to meet someone who is goofy and wants this. So like try to twist that mentality. Nick, what do you think? Uh, totally. I mean, that's kind of what I was suggesting when I first, I think there's a sense of him being very, you've kind of carved out like what you know you want and therefore you want to be upfront and you want her to know who you are because you don't want to waste your time. Same thing, kind of what Hannah's saying. I think it's just, you're, you're, whether you're saying it, you're probably definitely giving off that vibe of being very kind of set in your ways. Um, yeah, like that would scare me off if I felt like a guy was super rigid and was just like, yeah, well, I know what I want. I don't want this. And it's not like sexy to me. <laughs> but you're a sexy guy. I think you're very handsome. But I could see you on a date freaking someone out if you're like, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. And I'd start getting insecure. Like, oh my God, what if he doesn't like this about me and that about me? Um, so I think starting more positive and being, you know, you're limiting yourself. You told us that. And I think sometimes this is how I feel about like five-year plans. Five-year plans are limiting because you don't even know what the universe could give you. And I think like the girl of your dreams could be something out of your like little list that you have. Well, I, and yeah, I mean, I would say going, getting the actual date, I feel like is a step in the right direction. So I actually meet the person. I feel like they, they see me differently than they do, you know, online. So um, I feel like conversation flows better when we get a little better vibe uh, with each other. So I guess to take your uh, advice, like how do you, I mean, with the dating apps, I feel like you're so yeah. limited to, okay, your interaction is like, at least off the jump is just, you know, through texting or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you like find the, the I guess the po- more positives? I, I would love to get off the dating apps and do non something yeah. outside of that. So obviously right now we cannot, but you know, going forward, it's like, I would much rather meet someone in person and have that organic conversation that totally. way it would just seem more, well, it'd be more organic. It'd be more natural. I, again, it's just kind of to Hannah's point. It's a, a frame of mind. Like you don't want a first date to feel like an obstacle course that the person has to get through to get to a second date. You know, like, oh, like what are they, you know, like, how do I answer this? It's just, man, like, you're just getting to know someone, man. And yeah. I think you also should, like, again, it's just a mentality, invite, invite the possibility that getting something unexpected is a good thing. Um, having someone that might challenge your belief system can be a good thing. Don't close that off to someone that you might feel an initial connection with. I mean, it's good to be upfront that you don't aren't looking to have kids. That's great, right? But like, again, like we said, don't be so rigid where you're just not opening to being like, hey, listen, I'm, 
I'm not a huge fan of this, but like, this is why, but like, let's talk about it. You know, like no one wants to be on a date with someone's like, nope, not me. I don't like that. Move next. You know, like not into that. No, not really. No. I also think it's, that's not how I I am on an actual date. I think maybe I'm, I might be more like that uh, through text at first, which is probably part of the issue, but on the date, I'm not just sitting there going, no, no, no. I feel like it's more of like a, really actual conversation um and all my first dates have pretty much led to another date so yeah so, yes. i know so they're not horrible I think, so the lesson is don't do that via text on a yeah dating app. be chiller on the dating apps don't be like do you like this do you like that and i also think it's it's less of you're afraid that um you won't like there aren't enough people for you i think it's you putting up a big shield that you're afraid people won't like you so you're like well i like you know, horse horse racing. <laughs> I like race car driving, so they might not like that. No, they will like that. You need to manifest that. If you know what I mean, like that you can be you and people will like you regardless of your hobby that you like. And be chiller on the apps. You just want to see if you have a little chemistry. And then when you get a drink and it's two week two dates in, you go, "Do you are you a crazy cat lady or not?" <laughs> and by that time you might like her so much that you're like you know what bring the cat bring her on the date so would you uh suggest to really remove hobbies and interests from dating apps and just not even listen to I, I, I mean listen i'm a big believer in less is more on dating apps yeah, like yeah. who gives like who gives a shit what people's bios are like that's it could less be their friend helped their, their friend could help them out with that like yeah you're just giving a, a person a bunch of reasons to say no to you yeah, you are. Like, what's, I mean, especially in these times, you could have like a Zoom date or FaceTime date. Like, that's 20, 30 minutes of your life and you have a lot of free time now. When this shit ends and you start going out and like dating again, like, it's a Wednesday night that you might have, you, you otherwise might have watched like WrestleMania and that what you can DVR. You know what I'm saying? Like, change your dating app right now. Go in, change it to all. I don't want any long paragraphs. I want short, little, quirky funny show your personality answer short i am so quick and short on dating apps i don't even write a full sentence on anything yeah yeah Let i mean anything any in. long bio immediately sounds like oh god nope. you're a, you're a lot of work you know exactly <laughs> cut i don't want you being like i don't like dogs i don't like cats i don't like kids take that out and see what it brings you yeah interesting i i, I used to go for the more of the i want to say overly detailed but you know at least put specific things in there that seemed so to people be don't want that it's scary years ago, i guess not i mean correct me if i'm wrong hannah but i'm pretty sure that women are similar to men that when it comes to dating apps they just want to know if they like your face and when it comes to women they just want to be slightly confident you're not going to murder them you know like 100 and at the end of the day if they think you're hot they're going to be willing to like grab a drink with you and get to know you right and um, if i Whenever I see a dating app where they go, I don't like girls who do this or like, don't message me if you do this. It just immediately gives me negativity yeah, and makes like, me. Uh, feel yeah, judged. I agree. I don't. I used to do yeah. that. I used to put that right off top. And then years ago, <laughs> I, I deleted that and just made it more positive. Um, I mean, however, I mean, I do put like, you know, you put your height, your, your, your information. And I also put, yeah, kids, I say, you know, don't want. How tall um, are you? 5'11". Okay. Yeah, you can put okay. Okay. We could work which, with that. Yeah. I mean, I've had women tell me, "Oh, you're not six foot tall. I won't even. I won't even talk to you," which is ridiculous. Well, that's but. their own issues. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, but you're kind of doing issue. very similar things, um, with like some of your non-negotiables. I mean, I do have. Uh, you know, it's just like 
you know, I say if you don't like smoking or if you don't like certain things, like there's, there's definitely always a few things someone like just does not want. So there's, there's, you know, I have a few of those, which. Are you a heavy um, smoker? Are you a big smoker? No, I don't smoke at all. I don't want someone who smokes at all. Most people don't though. But like, I think to Hannah's point, you don't need to put that on your bio. You know, no, like, I don't. I don't put yeah. that on there. It's just in the back of my head. Like, if I see someone with a picture of them, like you know, vaping or smoking a cigarette, I'm like, all right. Well, obviously, that's. You I know, think you're not looking be. for a lot of things you don't want because you're scared of getting involved in someone that you don't want. Look for things you do want. Be like, you know what? She does have a cat in her photo, but she has a beautiful smile. Also, a your dream smile. girl might vape. You know, like, and you might have to fuck <laughs> with that. That's, that's a non-negotiable for me. No, that's like. My top a vape. Three, I mean, like she doesn't smell. Yeah. I mean, no, I cannot stand vaping. So Nick's in LA. They love that shit. They're, they're uh, same in New York City. It's yeah. it's just such a turnoff, absolute turnoff. Um, but I also I want you to change it from things that are turning you off to walk around during the day and be like, what can I be turned on by right now? And just thinking that positivity no, for like there, a week. There's definitely something to be said about that. Like you. I live in New York City. There's plenty to be turned on about normally when you're walking around. So yeah, um, but you got to put that out there to Hannah's point. You know, you do. You you've definitely developed this mentality of no, and you need to be more yes and a little bit more positive and a little bit more inviting. And you do. People give off that energy on a first date. You know, like like, and that can be intimidating and not in a in a sexy way of like, oh fuck, right. who's this this guy? Just like fuck, and like again, like you don't want you don't want a first date to feel like an obstacle course. Yeah, I feel like so it's tougher. Yeah. Like I'm like sitting tougher there. Once you had an actual like relationship, like you know, close to being engaged or engaged, and you like you're like almost at the finish line, and then yeah. it doesn't work out, and you're like, okay, but I know exactly what I need. I just need this tweak, but you you're really just starting over. Yeah, you don't know what you need. You can't just have her with a tweak. That's not. You actually need something totally different. You don't even know what it is yet. And I think you're still hurt from that last relationship and you want to just skip all the bullshit and find that perfect person because you think you know what it is. But I, I don't, but I don't think you know what that is. And you might want someone very different to her and you just haven't met her yet. So what would be, I mean, outside of the dating apps, what would you, uh, you know, once things go back to normal, what, what would be your number one advice to actually? I think you're scared of getting hurt. So you're looking for things that, what, why are you why what are you basing that off of Hannah? Oh, that I think he's because he was clearly very hurt by almost getting engaged, and that must have really fucking sucked. And you were so close to finding the love of your life twice. I was engaged um, once and close a second time. I'm very psychic, Nick. That's why. Okay. And I also and I think that so when you see someone instead of being open that possibly getting hurt, you're going nope, she's bad because she loves dogs. Nope, she's bad because she was too nice to that little kid walking down the street and she probably wants kids. So instead of giving yourself excuses to not want to be with people because you're protecting yourself, you're actually avoiding finding love. Yeah. And I, and as far as uh, other ways to meet people, I mean, I don't know. I honestly like dating apps. That's just kind of where it's at, especially now with Corona and, the other ways are obvious. Like you just go out, you go to a grocery store. Everyone says grocery store, coffee shop, but the reality is we've gotten way more comfortable uh, because of dating apps in society to like, well, not even comfortable. We've gotten worse at approaching people in public and we have gotten worse at talking and, and guarded. So uh, always be open to that. But like, if you know, people like have this idea that like, oh, well, I don't want to just rely on dating apps. Why not? 
you know, like, uh, it's, that, that doesn't say anything about you or anyone else. It, it's the idea of them, but yeah, go out, you know, it's one of the, it like, kind of like to Hannah's point, you gotta, it's more about positive energy. It's about going out and make yourself available. Like you don't have to go out to bars or go grocery shopping with the intention of meeting someone, but you're just out there and you're wearing a smile. Uh, I mean, like, you know, you're just kind of, you're just, you're, you're, you're open to it. And I think that alone just makes it more inviting for people to, to, to connect with you. Yeah. New York city definitely, uh, humbled me a bit. I, I thought the amount of people here would actually help that, but it's almost overwhelming the amount of people that are here. And as you said, people are kind of like, you know, in their own little world and not as social. So, you know, me like, Oh, meeting someone on the train is not as easy as I might've thought, uh, just because people kind of are on their own little world. So, but, but think of it um, that way too, to your, like your point of like, you know, let's say you meet someone on the train or a grocery store. Like if you do that and you see them, like all you are is attracted to them. You know nothing about them. Exactly, you don't know if right. they vape, you don't know if they don't want kids, but you're still interested in saying hi. Right. Um, so why are you going through all this trouble to like figure out all these things on a dating app? You know what I'm saying? Like treat it like the grocery store or uh, like if you were to meet a girl on a train, are you going to like ask for her number? But like, hold on before I want, do you want kids? Cause I don't, do you have dogs? Yeah, do no, you vape? No. You're not going to, you're going to get her number and you're going to ask her out for a drink and then you'll find that shit out. So like stop doing that on a, on a dating app. Gotcha. Know? Okay. Uh, I, I think I got a good, uh, good gist of it for me guys. Yes. Yeah, set All up right. some good FaceTime dates. It takes no time. I mean, it does take time, but it's not as much as a whole rigmarole going out. Gotcha. Well, I think I'm going to update that dating profile and uh, be a little more uh, relaxed. And uh, hopefully when this is over, I'll um, meet some strangers on the street or something. Uh, I well, think, yeah, you I look, like to you look point, relaxed already. Feel, feel free to meet someone right now on a Zoom date or a FaceTime date. I mean, if you meet a girl on a dating app, you connect, just be like, hey, do you want a FaceTime? Yeah, I mean, I still... I use the apps every day. I mean, what else do we have to do right now? So, yeah. uh, so you can still meet someone and all these things and getting to know someone. You can still do that. And it's better face to face than over text. Uh, I agree. Totally. hundred percent. All right. All right, buddy. Yep. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye, Mike. Bye. Well, Hannah, I appreciate you joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if we have any one takeaway, but I uh, definitely appreciate. We got two 10 percenters calling in today. Yeah. Um, Boys representing. Yeah, um, I do like yeah. It uh, the uh, Mike, you know, Mike is a lot of people out there in terms of we li- yeah we just limit all our options. Yeah, it's easy to get, to get in a dark place and just yeah. be like everyone. I hate everyone everybody. sucks and no one's great and I'm like I don't want this this or that and it's just like okay well be alone then. Um, yeah, I told but, myself uh, I didn't want hockey players and then I hooked up with a hockey player. So dream yeah. big. There you go. Um, where can people find you, Hannah? People can find me um, being Burns on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> B-E-I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z, and watch Summer House on Bravo every Wednesday. And I have All a right. podcast called Burning in Hell as well. It's a mental health comedy podcast. Uh, well, thank you for joining. Uh, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castme.com, cast with a K. And we will see you tomorrow.